0: Hello, this is the Her Hotline. I'm your host, Kinsey Curran, and I'm here to guide you through all things self-development, mindset, and everything in between. This was made for you to feel like you have a best friend on the other end, rooting for you to become the best version of yourself. So turn your speaker on because it's time to spill. Hello and welcome back to episode five of the Her Hotline. I cannot believe it's already been a month, a freaking month since I've started this podcast. Like time is flying. It's creeping me out. It needs to slow down. Like the fact that it's already October and 2023 ends in three months, like that, that should be illegal. I feel like I just made my new year's resolution, like dead ass. But it's pumpkin patch season. It's festive season. I feel like it's just holiday after holiday after holiday and a lot to look forward to. So I love this time of year. But the downside of this season, this time of year is like the most when I feel like the most homesick, especially because this is the longest I have not been back in Iowa since I was abroad in Europe, living there for about two months, because I'm almost at two and a half months without being back in Iowa, which is literally crazy. I feel like I'm a person that always goes back home at least once a month because I got nieces, I got nephews, my whole entire current side and Curtis side, my mom's side, dad's side live there. And I'm just like a homebody. Like I'm a huge, huge, huge traveler. But at the same time, like I always tell myself, I can't live too far away from Iowa because I love coming back home. It's like, I get to go have my fun. And when I want that, like, come back to myself moment or like come back to, you know, my true being, I got to go back to Iowa. And that sounds so cringy and cheesy, but it's so true. I just love spending time with my family and the people that I love. And a lot of the people I love live in Iowa. Instead of me going there, my mom and my grandma came to Nashville. My grandma got in last night and my mom got in this morning. So they're out doing their own thing. I'm recording my podcast, but it was so funny because yesterday I had this whole entire thing planned for my grandma. If you guys know me and you know my grandma Peggy, she's like She's like the most sensitive person ever. She'll literally cry by you just giving her a compliment. She cries literally over everything. So I was like, okay, when I go pick her up from the airport, I'm going to do something really cute. And I like got a piece of paper and you know, like when those people in movies like stand there with their signs, I mean, they do it in real life too, but they like stand there with their signs that have like the person's name on it. I literally put grandma, I'm a piggy with like a whole bunch of hearts, but the Nashville freaking parking people suck ass. Okay. That's mean, but like they don't suck ass, but they are just really hard headed. And I was literally parked waiting for my grandma for like two minutes. And this guy comes in like bangs on my window. And he's like, you gotta move, you gotta do another circle. I was like, I just did a 30 minute circle trying to get in here. Like, I'm not going back out. And they're like, no, you gotta go back out. So then my grandma waited outside for another 30 minutes while I did another loop and by the time like I got there like I couldn't get out of my car to like show her the sign so when she got in the, in the car I was like I was going to do something really cute I had this sign made for you and she goes my kids you're the sweetest person ever I was like shit she got that fucking on video but no it was really cute and then we ended up going to I think it's called Bar Taco it's like over in East Nashville and it's so funny because if you guys have like watched my previous episodes you guys have been knowing that I don't really care about going out anymore well I went to the bars this weekend and because I haven't been out in so long my tolerance went To shit. I was like, oh, like maybe my tolerance is like, you know, went a little bit down. No, guys, it plummeted. It literally plummeted. I'm not kidding. I don't even remember coming back to my apartment. That's so freaking embarrassing. Like, I literally cannot. All I know is that I ate a glizzy, which is the most disgusting fucking thing you can ever put in your mouth after going out on the weekends. It is literally a hot dog with who knows what parasitic insects are in the vegetables that they put on the hot dog. It's fucking gross. And then I also ate a pizza, pizza. So I'm doing the 75 hot girl fall and it's 80-20. So I ate my 20% of my week in that one entire probably meal that I had when I was drunk, which is another reason why I freaking hate going out because I, I just have Irish blood in me and I don't care if you guys think that's an excuse. I sometimes literally don't understand how alcohol makes me feel the way it does, but I just, I go crazy. I go crazy. Back to what I was saying. So we went to Bar taco and if you guys have been listening to my episodes before, you guys know that- I don't want to find and I know I'm not going to find my hubby, my new boyfriend, whoever I'm supposed to be with at a bar, especially on Broadway in Nashville, bar stool specifically filled with a whole bunch of dirty dogs, dogs, and me and my best friend Mercedes, we've been talking about like, how can we meet guys like, we don't want to go to the bar. So where are we going to go and just trying to like get ourselves out there more. And I cracked the code, I cracked the code, I need to go to restaurants during the day or during the week. Because I went to Bar Taco, I literally found like five potential husbands and I was like, of course I'm with my grandma right now because they're not going to come up and talk to me. They're going to be so intimidated, but they're so sexy. They were so sexy there. I'm getting so off topic already. So yeah, my grandma was like, Mackenzie, are you going to like eat your food? I feel like you're just staring at them. I'm like, grandma, like I literally, you don't understand. I cracked the freaking code. I'm going to force and drag Mercedes out to restaurants with me during the week. I got I to gotta, I gotta start going there. Also, fun fact, you guys, I got my first guest episode. I have been watching this girl on TikTok and I've been really wanting to do an episode about social media and like growing your social media and working in social media. And this girl has grown so fast. I was like, she is so my energy. I feel like we would have like the best podcast episode ever just because I feel like we would just bounce back off each other because I just am a huge energetic person. I feel like we would mesh so well. She's going to be my first guest on her hotline and she's so freaking cool. I know you guys are going to love her. So stay updated for that because I've had so many of y'all reach out to me wanting to do an episode about social media. And I think she is literally the perfect person to have on right now. So I'm so excited. But getting into the episode, I have been getting so many freaking pings, you guys, this week. And I'm not going to lie to you. My ego has been telling me not to do this episode. Don't do this episode. Don't do this episode because I feel like there's still a part of me that's still like trying to master this specific emotion. So again, you guys know how I love my walks. I always love my walks. Well, I was on my walk today and I was just like, God, like I really don't want to do this episode, but like everything's telling me to do it. Like my brain is shut off to every other idea. Like I've been like, Oh, maybe I could do this or maybe I can do that. And it's like, my brain's like, Nope, sorry. I won't give you any type of creative. I will not give you any type of creative thought over this episode. If you choose to do that, like you're doing it over this specific thing, which I'm going to get into, but I kind of want to give you the backstory. I feel like I have really um, learned to understand my ego brain, but it's still one of those things that it can be so loud to the point where I'm like, fuck, like this hurts, this hurts to talk about. So as I was on my walk, I just finally was like, you know what? I'm going to quit repelling what I know, like my gut is telling me to talk about. I'm just going to look up at the sky, look up at God and be like, God, what do you want me talking about on her hotline this week? What do you think will really, really resonate with the people listening this week, blah, 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 doing that whole shebang. And first thought is jealousy. Jealousy, jealousy. And it was just so clear, one word. And I was like, mm. Oh, Mackenzie can talk about jealousy. Mackenzie can talk about jealousy. But before I literally just spill out every internal thought and really calling myself out on this whole entire episode, I really want to just go over what you guys need to understand about jealousy. It can come up in romantic relationships, social situations, friendship situations, and professional job success, career situations. But I genuinely believe in my whole entire heart that the reason why we struggle with jealousy and people struggle with jealousy and girls especially struggle with this is because we can Compare like our behind the scenes with everyone else's highlight reels. Everyone else's highlight reels, especially now that we have access to social media, 100%. And I thoroughly believe in my core that jealousy and envy is just a sign of what that person has is your deep desire for your life. And I know, I freaking know that there is some girls listening to this thinking to themselves, yeah, she has my man. Like I'm desiring her man. And that's why I'm feeling this threat and this jealousy towards her. Like be so fucking for real girls, girls, be so fucking for real. That is a false sense of desire. Do you think that your highest self wants a guy that doesn't choose you or chooses someone else or doesn't love you in the way that you love them? Or they're probably giving you nothing to work with, like treating you like you're not a prize. No, no. Focus on your freaking real desires. Men are so confused these days. I don't even think they know who they are. And there's so many men in today's society that do not do emotional work and they will go their whole lives without even putting five minutes into their emotional mind i'm so sorry but for me personally you need to keep the men with the bare minimum so far away from me like you guys should not want someone that isn't choosing you that's your ego it is not your highest self your highest self would not want someone who's making you feel like an option moving on i'm gonna take it way way back from the very beginning to share my own personal stories I remember getting jealous all the way back to like literally the early ages of middle school, maybe even younger. Cause those of you who do not know, I have one brother and two sisters and one of my sisters is 15 months older than me. And not only are we literally twins, like we actually look alike, almost identical. And, but I've literally never met anyone who is so similar to me yet. So different. We have the same interests. We have the same wants, desires, like very similar things. And I just remember growing up, like when it came to like sports, all this shit, like I wanted to be better. I wanted to be the standout daughter even though it kind of was, no, I'm joking. She's going to literally listen to that and be like, shut the fuck up, Mackenzie. But that's where like, I feel like jealousy first really ever came up for me. But when jealousy came up, up in a completely horrible, more different way was when it came to boys, 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 especially with my ex-boyfriends. My ex-boyfriends really really brought out a different side of jealousy that I've never, ever, ever experienced in my lifetime ever, like literally ever in my lifetime. But it was specifically with girls that my exes would get with before or after. And for educational purposes, like this is no talking shit. I just hope that anyone that knows me and that is listening to this, I'm never going to use my podcast to degrade, put down another person. I will never do that. Everything that I say on my podcast is going to be For legit educational purposes. Like what I went through and how I got over it, and hopefully the way that I got over it can help someone that's going through it right now or that's going to go through it in the future. Anxious brain, anxious brain, moving on. But without making this literally like a 40 day story, I'm just gonna go over the basis of my feelings and what had happened. My first like, love in high school, the amateur love, 17 and 18, he was cheating on me. He would cheat on me with his ex-girlfriend. And I just remember when that would happen, it was the first time in my life where like I felt my confidence go down. Because I was 100% one of those girls that their dad told them every single day how beautiful they are. Whoever has them is the luckiest man in the world. So like, if there's anything I struggled with, confidence with men and feeling comparison and competition with other girls with guys was not it until my first like real- boyfriend in high school. And girls, I'm going to be so real with you. There's going to be things that I'm saying in this episode that I don't even think I've ever said out loud. So it's going to be interesting to hear them come out of my mouth because this at one point was like literally what I thought was the end of my world. But anyways, once I found out that he was cheating on me with his ex-girlfriend, I started developing basically like an obsession. Like I literally just couldn't believe that A, that he could do that to me and B, it made me realize and think to myself every single second of basically every single day for probably a year that there has to be something about her that I'm not good as her, that she's prettier, she's smarter, she's wiser, she's better at this and that this and that i'm like there has to be something because if that isn't the case i would be enough for him like i'm not good enough for him and i told myself this story for honestly like one to two years that there has to be something about me that i'm not good enough for because he would choose her and honestly other girls and kept disrespecting me (laughs) and how i would literally cope with this feeling of jealousy it's so funny to look back on because it's so high school is that I would remember I would like in my head try to convince myself that this beautiful girl was trick. I would literally gaslight the fuck out of myself, literally convincing myself how ugly she was and how much better I was than her just to make myself feel like better for five minutes. And not only that, I think I literally like lived on her Instagram page, like dead ass, like lived there rent free and she should have blocked my ass because that was fucked up. And all in all, it's just so funny. You would probably think I was more in love with her. Like I feel like I was comparing myself to such an extent to where, like, at one point, it was literally just about winning him, like, literally winning him because I thought that if I won him, it would make me feel superior and better because my jealousy was so deep with this girl that I was like, I just want her to know I'm better, like, that he's choosing me. And it's like, what the fuck was I winning? Uh, like, literally, got a che- that was cheating on me. Like, we were both literally, I feel like, in competition with each other of, like, who could get this man? I'm not even kidding so embarrassing. And I really don't care about going really deep into that. I I really wanted you guys to know this is where like it really started for me. And it it basically affected the trajectory of my worth for so many other areas of my life for the longest times. And because I didn't understand my mind, I was like so young that I, I now look back and I realize how much it affected the new relationship that I got into because there were things that I did not heal from or knew how to heal from because I wasn't even understanding what was going on. And honestly, it's just not talked about enough, the obsession that a girl gets when a guy chooses another girl and not just any guy, the guy that you love choosing to be with someone else or hooking up with someone else. Like I genuinely believe so many girls go through these obsessions of just stalking the girl that he chose. Like there's some type of God. Like when you actually sit there and think about it, it's so weird to me. It genuinely creeps me out how much brain capacity that I use thinking about another human over a guy that I, at the end of the day, knew was never going to be my husband. So much brain power lost. But moving into the present, I was actually on the phone with my sister the other day, and I don't even know how it got brought up, but we got on the topic of jealousy, and I told her honestly, Abby, like, I feel like in my core that I would rather have the feeling of heartbreak than feeling jealous over another girl again. Like I remember the feeling of jealousy, like ripped me to fucking shreds. And even though there's days where I'm like, Oh yeah. Like I don't get jealous anymore. Like I'm a human, I'm a woman. in 2023, there are days where comparison, you just, you can't help that. It Creeps in. So we just were really dissecting what jealousy is and what the feeling of jealousy does to us and how it can affect girls. And I shit you not, I told Abby, I said, I feel like the feeling of jealousy is literally the most devilish, satanic thing that happens. Like, I think it is such a feeling that it's so powerful and so horrible. I'm like, it literally is coming from Satan himself. And you guys, you guys, the next day, Abby woke up and she goes, Oh my gosh, look what my reading was about my Bible this morning. I'm reading it to you guys because it's literally chills and I'm not going to lie. I feel like the Bible version can be sometimes really hard to understand. So I'm going to read the Bible version and I'm going to read what the translation is from the Bible, but it basically says, but if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come from heaven, but it is earthly unspiritual of the devil for where you have the envy and selfish ambition. Therefore you find disorder in every evil practice. But the wisdom from above is first of all, all pure. It is also peace, loving, gentle at all times and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and at the fruit of good deeds, it shows no favoritism and is always sincere. So translating that, it means it's basically saying where you are finding jealousy, envy, selfishness, ambition, you are finding disorder and it is literally evil practice. It is not coming from God. It is not coming from you. When you choose to reframe your jealousy and put love in those areas of those triggers and those insecurities, You will find the seeds of peace and God loves peacemakers. That's basically what it's saying. And I just found that to be so freaking crazy because one, me and my sister never talk about those things on the phone and the fact that it just coincidentally, which it's not a coincidence, but it came up in her Bible the next morning, literally the next morning, not even like 10 hours after we had talked about it. I just thought that was so crazy and so cool. But with that, I really want to get into the dark side of jealousy and what negative effects jealousy can do to you and for your mental health. Because again, I genuinely believe in my core that jealousy is one of the worst feelings in the entire world. It can it can consume your mind. It can consume your life because you paint the picture that there is literally competition or that you are less than another person. And that's just so freaking heartbreaking to me. And this is where I really want you guys to start thinking about places and areas where you see yourself comparing and feeling that feeling of jealousy, because that's where you have to go to untrigger and unlearn those responses and those feelings. Because at the end of the day, you're not saying out loud, oh, yes, I'm jealous of this person. You're lying to yourself. You're literally gaslighting yourself. You're trying to convince yourself that you don't feel that way because you do feel that way. And again, to unlearn a habit of feeling jealous of someone, To stop thinking that way about someone, you have to be truthful to yourself and be like, okay, I'm recognizing that this feeling is jealousy, but I get to choose again. And that's where I feel like the choose again method is so important because again, I am a girl. I have it happen. I have triggers still like, but it's again, it's about choosing. I had that thought come up that I didn't get to choose. Guess what? I got to choose again. And I chose like, I don't want to feel sad. I don't want to feel less than a person. I want to feel joy every day, no matter if this person has more than me. Or this person does this and does that. Like, I don't want to feel jealous because I want to feel joy every day. And when you are feeling jealous of someone, you are absolutely incapable of feeling joy. I don't know about y'all, but when I was really jealous of someone, I don't know how I could enjoy shit. So it really comes down to being truthful to yourself. What are the lies that you're telling yourself in your brain of what this person has or why you think this person is better or why you think you're jealous of this person? And then think about what is real. Because if I had to guess, I mean, for me personally, I feel like there's things that I'll think in my head. And then once I said out loud, I'm like, how did I ever believe that thought? Like when I said out loud, I sound slow as shit. Like I cannot believe that was even a thought in my brain. It makes no sense. It was like a completely false reality that will literally never happen. That's where it's, again, like your internal world can really, really trick you into thinking these crazy things that are probably not even what you actually believe, but because you're keeping them in your head and your anxiety is making you believe them, you end up succumbing into this feeling for so long. And that's why what is real and what is not real is so important. I think another reason why it's so important to do this is because when you're staying in that feeling, how can you ever think that you're going to get into the place of where you're wanting to be at with joy, with happiness? Because you cannot hate this person and envy this person into a place of self-love and self-acceptance and being proud of where you are. You're not just gonna magically wake up one day and be like, yes, I'm happy, I'm, I'm joyful and this person I'm not jealous of anymore because I love my life. Like that's not gonna freaking happen. You have to put in the work to really understand your mind. Because I have been the girl that's won, like that if you think has won when it comes to your ego and what you think is the prize and I've also been the girl that hasn't, both feelings suck. Like, honestly, they both suck. I'm going to say they suck because yes, one's more suckish than the other, but the feeling that you think you're going to feel by winning or being more better than this girl or being better than that, it's not coming from God. Do you think God is like, yes, I'm going to put you in this situation because I want you better than another person that I created with my own hands and loved. I want you to be better than them. Like, no, that's never going to happen. It's not a godly thought. And whatever you're feeling with that, is not coming from him. And anything that's not coming from him is not an actual, sustainable, good feeling. It may last for two minutes, two hours, two days, two weeks, but it's not sustainable because it's not coming from God. It's not coming from the universe, whatever you believe. And I call that false winning because it's not bringing you what you think it will because nothing you're going to do out of hate and ungodly intentions lasts forever. And coming from a person that I feel like when I felt like girls were jealous of me the cooler I was, the more influential I was. Like my ego was soaring, but the older I get, the more I care about. All I care about is me being happy. And I'm really happy. I said that because there might be some of y'all that really aren't feeling the feeling of jealousy right now, but you feel that you are getting secluded and people aren't inviting you to things because the feeling of jealousy is towards you. Pray for them. Like, don't think it's like, yeah, like they're doing this because they're so jealous of me. Like, ew, like that's cringy. Like you don't want that. Just be like, if they're jealous of me, I'm praying for them. I wish them the best because I don't want that feeling on anyone. And I'm going to keep living my life exactly the way that I'm living it. Good intentions, good energies, good energies come back to you tenfold. I think it's called tenfold, but you get what I'm saying. Good energies, guys. That's what we're going for. Which leads me into telling you guys how I reframed when I felt jealous into such a negative low vibration into a way to bring out ways that I know I need to grow because I think everything that life throws at you is an opportunity to level up yourself. And going back to the beginning, I literally believe that when you are jealous of someone, it is showing you indicators in your body of things that you desire for your life. Like it's just pings. It's like, okay, I want to do that shit because I feel it inside my bones that this is making me feel a type of way I need to make action towards it. So how I cope when I feel like that ping is like, I tell myself, okay, I'm obviously feeling threatened. My body is feeling like this sense of fight or flight. Why? Why? Then I look at my life and the things that I am doing, the things I'm not doing. I'm like, of course I'm going to feel this, this urge of jealousy because I'm not making action in those areas when I know I should. And instead of blaming these people or blaming certain situations and making them the villain, think of how you can make you the fucking hero of your story. That is so fucking cheesy. I always say the cheesiest shit on my podcast, but like, it's seriously so true so start thinking about the people that you feel jealous of or you feel threatened by. And is it their work? Is it their money? Is it their body? Is it their hair? Is it that they're, they're so outgoing and their personality is just so loud, blah, blah, blah. Think of the things that you're jealous of and create habits in your life to desire what you're wanting, to get what you're wanting. And if it's, if it's your diet, start eating right. If it's your body, start working out and eating right. If it's money, start looking at the people that you're jealous of and start making moves that are similar to theirs, but do it for yourself. Not to be better than them, but to be better for you. Start doing inner work because when you do inner work, you're under, you're going to understand where your emotions and your feelings actually stem from and realize that it's really never about anyone else. It's all about you. When you really sit with the fact and realize that you both can win, you both can win the person that you're jealous of. If you think in your head that they're winning, what makes you think that you cannot win too? What is it that in your head makes you tell yourself? What is the thought process that you're telling yourself I can't do what she's doing. There is no way I can do what she's doing because I'm not this. I'm not that. Those are false narratives that you're giving yourself and you're manifesting in your life because you're telling yourself it's absolutely impossible for me to do that. It's not impossible. It's your limiting beliefs. And another thing to be really mindful about is sometimes the things that we think we're jealous of, it's not even something that we're actually wanting. We're wanting the feeling of either validation, recognition, some sort of external validation. That is the reason why we feel jealous of this person. Like that is so stupid. Do you guys see how like stupid that is? Thinking that if we get this thing or this person, it will make us be viewed in this way. Like one of the most important takeaways, you do not exist for other people's consumption. Your existence is not hinged on making other people happy or comfortable crushing and editing parts of yourself to be less than who you really are. We have One life on this earth, you guys, do not waste it by being accepted by people who are literally too about themselves to even probably think about you longer than three minutes of their day. The people that you even want recognition from probably don't even know what they are wanting. Just like my episode like a couple weeks ago about external validation, if your only source of nourishment is outside validation, you will hunger for the rest of your life. If it hasn't happened yet, it does not mean it's not going to. The universe has three answers to absolutely everything, and it is yes, it's not yet, or it's I have something better. And if you keep focusing on the hurt, you're going to keep suffering. If you're focusing on the jealousy, you're going to keep suffering. But if you focus on the lesson of why you're feeling jealousy, you'll keep growing. And for me, when I found myself spiraling into the world of comparison, when I used to get like these feelings of jealousy back in the day, all I honestly probably needed to do was get outside. I was probably secluded in my apartment or in my house. All I really needed to do was just get out of my own head. And by doing that, like think about the things that you enjoyed as a kid, sing as loud as you want in the car, spend time in nature, deepen your relationships with your friends take warm baths, having living room dance parties, anything to make yourself feel better. Because just like everything, the feeling of jealousy will pass. It will pass. It's just learning to get out of it faster and just more positively. And another thing that I really want to point out to the people that are like really new with navigating jealousy, something that I found really helpful is just like when you break up with a boy and people say, don't look at his Instagram, don't text him, don't do this. Go about it in the same way with someone that you're jealous of. Because to heal a wound, or a trigger, you need to stop touching it. Quit looking at their social media. Quit looking at anything that involves a person that you feel like you're jealous of that's making you affected during your day. Because until you feel like you have grasped jealousy, you need to take a step back and unfollow mute. Quit stalking their socials because it's going to positively impact your day. And it can completely change the whole outcome of your day. And just like when you break up with someone, it's like what you don't know can't hurt you. It's like what you don't know about this person that you're overthinking about and you're obsessing over, it can't hurt you when you don't know what's going on. Focus on you. Have your days be about how you can grow and be better for you. And before I wrap up this episode, like I don't know about y'all, but I want to choose to be happy every day and knowing the feeling of jealousy and what it does, you are not going to be able to feel happiness. You're not going to be able to feel joy when you are in the feeling of jealousy. It is one of the most lowest emotional feelings you can feel on the guidance scale. And if you aren't sure what that is, read Super Attractor by Gabrielle Bernstein. And it's not about stopping the feeling of jealousy altogether. You are human. You're going to have these things come up, but it's about how fast can you change the feeling and how fast can you reframe the feeling of jealousy into something that you can either learn from, grow from, or make yourself become better from. Because jealousy is going to come up in so many different areas of your life, but how can you redirect it? And just because you're feeling these things, this regular, normal human emotion, it does not mean all your progress is gone. Every day is a second chance and you get to choose again and again and again. So choose to put love into the areas of jealousy because at the end of the day, you're feeling these emotions, like I've said for like the fifth time, because you're deeply desiring them. And I remember reading this quote in high school, and I've carried it with me for as long as I can remember. You're not pretty like her. You're pretty like you. And that goes for every other area and not just pretty in your life. You're not going to ever be like the person you're jealous of because you're not her. You're you. And you're always ever going to be you. And you are awesome. And you are loved. And you are amazing. And you're going to do great things. Because all of the energy that you are using to feel these negative emotions and these negative feelings, you're now using to make what you are desiring a reality for your life. Because again, I don't know about y'all, but I want to be happy every day. You should want to be happy every day. Normalize having no beef with anyone. Realizing that you're in your own energy and all you care about is making you be better than who you were yesterday. I always say that, but it's so true. Worry about you. Celebrate your wins, your small wins, your big wins, because at the end of the day, it is just you and your silly little life. So go on and enjoy that shit. Be the person you want to be and only compare you to the old you. Boom, bam. Her hotline, bitch. No, I'm just joking. But yes, that's the end of the episode, you guys. Thank you so much for saying and listening. If you guys don't follow me on Instagram, it's Kenzie.Current. If you guys don't follow me on TikTok, it's Keeping Up With kins. And if you guys, please, please, please could leave me a review on either Spotify or Apple, wherever you're listening to, it's going to help me grow. And if this really helped you and empowered you and made you feel better, sharing it to your story is literally like the best thing in the whole entire world. I would literally love you guys. It really helps me get seen to other people. And I'm going to be opening up a link for y'all to submit questions, submit things you guys want me to talk about, because I finally feel like I'm starting to get the hang on this podcast thing because this podcast is hopefully going to be for a very long time. And I want to feel like I have a relationship with the people that are listening to it. I just really want to get y'all involved and hear y'all's life. Okay. But that's the end of the episode. And until next Tuesday, bye.